Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. And Bart, just about a half hour ago, Dan Graziano, one of our NFL experts here at ESPN, he said that the Jets have had conversations with the Green Bay Packers and with Aaron Rodgers this week regarding a potential trade for the four-time MVP, according to sources. They said some of these conversations were expected to take place today, but it's unclear as of this morning whether they will result in a trade. So nothing is imminent yet, but the fact that there have been at least conversations and that they plan to have more conversations, that really does feel like this thing's going to happen. I mean, listen, it's, it's like it's like getting an official date. Like, you, you haven't set the date, but, you know, we can talk about it. Let me think about it, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a bad place with my current boyfriend. I think I'm leaving. And, listen, this is an opportunity. And this is what – this is why you move on and let Carr go ahead and sign because we were, I believe we we're very transparent with, with Derek Carr and who our priorities was. And if Derek Carr, a man to a man, knows that he's not better than Aaron Rodgers. And he had to accept that. And that's what football is about. It's about sometimes accepting that, okay, well, I'll show you. I understand, but I'll show you. And also, it's a lot of markets being set, right? You look at the quarterbacks being set. We kind of know where the quarterback uh, market lies for good quarterbacks. Now, the key will be, will the Jets be able to get Green Bay to push some of that hard cap? The $58 million guarantee, which March 17th uh, to week one is essentially when he gets that guaranteed money. That's a lot of money. Right. And that impacts your team. And they got to work out that somehow, some way. And, and, can you, and can you get the deal worked out quick enough where the compensation can be the, the 13th pick? That's true. You have until obviously late April before the draft to make that work. And for the Packers, that certainly would be more enticing than what will probably be a 20-plus pick over the next couple of years, if Rodgers does come, and the expectation is the Jets will be not not only a playoff team, but a contender. And so with that in mind, yeah, you'd rather have this pick this year because of how high it is at number 13. Right. Because that's that's the that's the advantage to me. And Miami can say all they want. They can say, hey, they believe in Tua. I still ain't seen them pick up no fifth-year option yet. They can say whatever they want. I'm just nervous that they're there. And the fact that we have an opportunity – to give up 13, and Miami doesn't have the opportunity to give up that because they were a better football team yep. record-wise, mm-hmm. gives us the slight advantage to why Green Bay will want to do business with the New York Jets and not, say, Miami or some of the other teams, that they're in a, in a, in a good enough place that if I'm Green Bay, they should feel that they can have an opportunity to get a really, really good football player, alleviate some pressure, and be active in free agency. Now, can we add to this, though? You want a little bit of intrigue? Did you see what Rich Eisen was talking about on his show yesterday? I did not. Rich Eisen, who obviously spends a lot of time at the Combine for uh, you know NFL Network. Yeah, he, he sees things. Yeah, he, uh, he said that there was one juicy rumor. Take a listen to this. Tom Brady may not be done after all. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> a couple people are like, just, you, just hang on, just you wait. Wait for and what? I'm like, what I'm, I'm, I'm like, he's Instagramming out videos of his cat. Yeah. 
uh, you know? trips. Yeah. He was at UFC over the weekend. I know. But it doesn't look like he's getting uh, big big and fat, does it? And and that he just let, like, let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And, and the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. And if the Dolphins cannot somehow, if they get somehow, some way, um, piece of information from a medical evaluation of Tua that he may not be ready to go, and suddenly there's Tom Brady sitting in Florida where his family is located and where he can easily locate himself. Keep an eye on that, I was told by a couple of birdies at the combine. Can you imagine? But didn't I say that? Barshadamas said it. You didn't say it. Barshadamas said it. Yeah, but then I said that. But if this dude unretired for the third time, I'm done with him. (laughs) Giselle. Watch the kids. Perfect situation. Quit stalking me. I'm going back to work. (laughs) And I shall arrive to work no earlier than 10 a.m. Oh, I have to drop the kids off. (laughs) It's the perfect balance. I'm retired. I'm I'm not retired. I live in the middle between the living and dying. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Isn't this exactly what I said? Look at what this division would be if you're the NFL. you got to be begging for this. And Tom Brady goes like, man, what the hell? (laughs) No. How the hell we get the worst quarterback? just keeps moving closer. What the hell? I'm just saying, the the reality that sets up would be, I mean, come on, man. Like, like. Now, whether or not the Brady rumor comes to fruition, whatever, right? <laughs> the fact that Rich Eisen would put it out there is he's a fun. Michigan, he's a Michigan guy, though. It's fun. So he's plugged. Yeah. It's fun. We all can believe it because of the connection. We all knew the story last year, what he was trying to do, couldn't do it. And the fact that the Dolphins are going to be desperate if Tua isn't right. Yeah. And so you know that they, they're going to down there and figure out, well, who can we get? Well, I know one guy that I was trying to get that I still want to get, yeah. and if I can convince him to play, maybe he'll come out of time and play for us. But And, he's, and he doesn't have to move, don't have to get a new home, and mm. he would be throwing to some of the craziest weapons. But even with that, I'll take my chances with Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady and his weapons. Because I saw I saw a, a dolphin get filleted and sprinkled with sauce. On the outside, Ooh. I didn't see a Waddle. I didn't see a Tariq have one of those 225-yard games. So I ain't worried about that. I'll take my chances with A.A. Ryan because guess what? They don't have great core. They don't have great defense out there. Who? The Jets? Oh, yeah. 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 You, and it's like, I tell you, it's like, it's like uh, Attila, you picked wrong. I told you, man, 50-50, straight down the line. It's all on him, man. It's all on Attila. I'm telling you, man. Wrong bet. You could. This could be a lot of fun if it happens this way. It seems ridiculous. But look, let's just focus on where we are. Where are our feet right now in New York City? Ten toes down, baby. And to me, that's what we focus on is what could possibly happen. What could possibly happen with the Jets landing Aaron Rodgers? As we said, Dan Graziano reporting that they have spoken, that the Packers have spoken with the Jets. The Jets have also been granted permission to talk to Aaron Rodgers. So conversations are happening. And when conversations start to happen, they let him seek a trade. Then we try to figure out how do we get this done? And uh, it's it's remarkable that we're at this point. Now, Rich Cimini 
this morning on ESPN Network, ESPN Radio, uh, talked about, again, what the Jets would, the plan would be if they don't get Aaron Rodgers. I believe Jimmy Garoppolo would be the next up. Uh, he will be a free agent on Monday. So, obviously, no compensation involved there. A different situation from the Rodgers situation. And then, uh, you know, Jimmy with, you know, Call Robert Peter, Sala, what the hell you know, are you, choking a dog in the back? Even the dog Francisco, disagreed. So, there's that familiarity. <laughs> and I think uh, I think Jimmy would be the target. Now, Jimmy is not a lock Still to, uh, you know, just to come to the Jets. I think he's going to have other suitors because uh, <laughs> the Raiders, Josh McDaniel, obviously the connection from New England there. So, I think the Raiders would be in play as well. So, but, yes, I do believe Jimmy Garoppolo would be the next one in line. For the I Jets. love the fact that Samini's dog, the minute he said Jimmy Garoppolo, no, if, no. You, if, if you slow it down, take some of the other noise out, uh-huh. and focus on that, he's basically saying, oh, he hurt. I <laughs> hurt. I hurt. <laughs> Dan Olofsky, our ESPN NFL expert, believes that Rodgers will be a Jet. Their options aren't great. It, the Jets are this, a very difficult situation to be in. They are. I think Aaron's going to be a Jet. Okay, that's, that's just my gut feeling as of today, and I think okay. it's one of two ways that it happens. Aaron says, I'm going to rework my contract and take less money, or the Packers are going to take some of what I think is a $58 million salary and pay some of it to take this a little bit easier on the Jets. And that, for me, guys, is why this is a little bit more appealing than I felt like it last week. Because last week I was like, man, all that money, you have to cut some really valuable players on your football team, and you're a lesser team. If they can get the Packers to eat some of the salary and, or, or Aaron take a lesser amount and keep kind of the roster that they have intact, then you're a top four, top five team in the conference. Now, Bart, it, it, for the Jets, it's probably – you'd probably rather give up more picks and not have to take on the money than it would be take on the money, but the compensation is less. Right, it, it, because it, of the impact on your team immediately. Well, listen. The thing, the thing is, if I'm taking Aaron Rodgers, um, and I'm taking all the money, you're not getting 13, because I need 13 to be able to have a Good starter, point. because that counts as Good point. That counts as a player, mm-hmm. because to to be able to get that, replace that player, I have to. That's like five, ten million dollars, right. eight million dollars. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, to do that, but if if you take some of Aaron Rodgers' money. I'll give you like let's just say they take thirteen million, right? Which gives a hard cap of Aaron Rodgers is forty five. Not a hard cap because it's extended, so it's forty five million dollars, and they take they take eight million. That's cool. That's what that's what Patrick Mahomes is making forty five million dollars. I'll extend that for two, for another year. I'll once they take the money off, I'll rework the deal, right? And add some years to it, and then I'm looking. Listen, I told you I'm big game vision. If you go over Aaron Rodgers, that means you're all in to win mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, right? So now you got to go. So so these are the conversations you have to have. Quentin Williams, I love you. You've earned a new contract. Unfortunately, I can't give it to you until you get it next year. You want to know why? Because we're trying to win the Super Bowl. And I tell you what, we win this Super Bowl, you're going to be so happy to win a Super Bowl and your money comes the year after and you'll be the highest paid player at that position. Then so you you're have, asking him to wait. Yeah. Which, because, which you can make him wait. Well, exactly. But you don't want any bad blood. Yeah. You want to say, listen, I'm with the, and this this is the thing. I don't think they wanted to pay Quentin Williams anyway, because you don't want to set a president, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to, Sauce to come early because yes. he's already made all pro. Exactly. So that means Sauce gonna be coming to you. So you are gonna have people that is balling out that's young, and what makes them great that they're young is they're cheap. But if you pay them, but if you pay them early, 
then now you got to pay. Like, who's to say Becton comes out and be, looks like he's the number one guy? Then you got to pay him next and year. And then he's next. Right. And then Brees Hall, because he's only on a four year deal, in three years you got to pay him. You don't want to pay people early, have to pay people earlier. So I'm going to Quentin Williams and say, hey, we're trying to win a Super Bowl. This allows us to do that. But now we have to get the pieces. So listen, you're going to make $18 million this year. Next year, or $13 million, we'll make you the highest paid player next year. You're going to get your back. Just keep doing what you're doing. But we try. it's about championships, and you can get a championship. Then that allows you to say, okay, some of the money that we have left over, because we're all in, I go get Orlando Brown Jr. Because then all bets are off, whether Beckton is healthy or not. And Langton become. I mean, uh, he becomes a swing tackle. When you think about uh, Brown, he becomes a swing tackle. Mm-hmm. If I can, if I can go get Orlando Brown, I'm good. Like because I told you, I told you that they weren't going to pay him. This is what's happening in Kansas City. Is the best case scenario when you pay your quarterback. You pay your quarterback. You lose some pieces. You win the Super Bowl, but it's still going to cost some potential Orlando Brown Jr. And it's going to cost him Frank Clark. That's the that's the, that's the that's the that's business. Your, that's your big game hunting. You're talking yeah. about too. If you're the Jets, so you're, it's time for you to go all in and you start then poaching those see, kind of players that see, become available because they don't fit any at, at the place they were. See, but, the year but, but here's the good thing about the Jets: if they go about that way, if Aaron Rodgers comes here, gives them a chance to win the Super Bowl. Best case scenario, they win a Super Bowl. The good thing is you still have a cheap quarterback behind them that's unproven. Zach Wilson. That, exactly. So that right when you're about to lose a player, like Kansas City's about to lose a player, he's gone. And you can afford the player because mm-hmm. the quarterback's still cheap. That's the, that's the game that general managers are forced to play. right? And when you don't win, like in Baltimore, when you don't win when you had a cheap quarterback and he was amazing and you spent all your money on defense players instead of spending them on outstanding offensive players, that's the risk you pay. Like and that and then now you got to try and win a different way when you ain't win the first way. The first strategy is win with a cheap young quarterback mm-hmm. and then pay the quarterback and then hope he's Patrick Mahomes and can win with lesser talent. Which is what the Chiefs did and what the Eagles right. now are going to have and, to do. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. See, see, but the Eagles missed their opportunity. Cowboys as well. Right. So the Eagles missed their opportunity. And the in the and the fastest or I guess the greatest example of that right now isn't the the Eagles, right? Because we didn't expect the Eagles to do that, and they have a second-round quarterback. Mm-hmm. The example of that is in Cincinnati. They've missed out twice. Good point. And their window's closing because be he's, about to get, right, he's going to get paid, so that's going to cost you T. Higgins. Not this year, but next year. Yep, so, so they that got means, one more, that means one more this, year left in the right, window. That means this year they have to win. Yep. And that's what I want our listeners to understand. That's the strategy of how you win. Either you win with a cheap quarterback that's young, and you surround him with great, talented players, or – you have a great, talented player that wins with a lesser team, a less deeper team. And you hope that you stay healthy. The force multiplier. So, so when yeah. I so when I say that, yo, know, Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, not great. Don't confuse it. It's because he's the young quarterback with the great team around him. But as soon as he gets paid that money, he's not going to have as good as a team. They got twenty free agents. So I'm not hating on him. I'm just trying to tell you that. It's only a couple of quarterbacks that can win with less talented players and not having a stacked roster. So that's just full transparency. So hopefully now you guys see it playing out because you see it playing out in Kansas City. Now they're going to – listen, they don't want to lose Frank Clark, but he's too expensive. So now they got to try and draft a replacement and develop. They they drafted the guy Khalifas or Khalifas, whatever his name is, from Purdue. Mm -hmm. 
and they're hoping that he can be uh, can take the step up. That's why even here with the Jets, you have to let guys graduate that still can play like Carl Lawson because you drafted Jermaine Johnson. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the Jets are in a great position, and they have an opportunity with Aaron Rodgers to have that good quarterback because the rest of their players are cheap. That's going to be a short they, window they, as they well. Did, yeah, because they did great in the draft. Mm-hmm. They can have an expensive quarterback because they hit on their draft picks. It's harder to hit on all your draft picks. And and that's one thing Joe Douglas has done. The one he missed, or at least feels like right now is missed, is obviously the number two overall pick in Zach Wilson yeah. because he has not gotten off a big to a great nugget. start. But, you know, can it develop and can he, with Aaron Rodgers in that quarterback room, and they already have that pre-built relationship, can that actually become – not only is it good for now, it's good for your future. A move like this, that's what... And if I'm Woody Johnson, if I'm Joe Douglas, and I get the chance, which the Jets have, if you're just joining us, the Jets have been granted permission to speak with Aaron Rodgers, and that they've also talked with the Packers about a potential trade. And if I... The conversation I'm having with Aaron Rodgers is not just about the money. It's also about his plan and what he wants to do. And then also, if he's also willing to have that role as a mentor for our young quarterback who you have spoken highly of, that you text regularly, and you know personally. Now, Aaron Rodgers generally speaks weekly on the Pat McAfee show. He's been out the whole for a couple of weeks. He's been out, right, he's been out, and he did sit down with Aubrey Marcus uh, and did a podcast with him, but only, again, kept it uh, on the surface about his decisions, that I'll make one soon. But if he's meeting with the Jets, it sounds like he's made one. That let me explore what potential is out there for me. Yeah, he still can say, ah, you know, I don't like it there. I don't like the. I don't. I don't get a good vibe. I'm going to stay in Green Bay. He could, how but you, it's hard to believe he's going this. How's far. he going to get a bad vibe with Nathaniel Hackett? Well, that's true. It's his guy. Now, one thing to point out is usually today we'll get some Aaron Rodgers speaks news. Yeah, McAfee said yesterday on his live stream that he's not guaranteed to talk to today, and that in fact he only really is a weekly during the season. Right. And that they don't know. And he maybe he'll come today. Maybe he'll go on Wednesday. So McAfee wouldn't tell. Now, you would think if they had him. They would announce it. You know you're going to get a lot of people watching. So he would have said something. And for him to keep it vague, I don't know. That says a lot. Let's shout out, by the way, uh, Ben's Kosher Deli. Stopped by today, a little lunch. It yep. was awesome. If I'm a little less I mean, energetic. showed up. If I'm a little less spread. energetic. You know what I mean? It's because they. No, I think you'd be more with energetic. The, with the piggy in the blanket. And you like the pickles, too. No, don't you, you know what I mean? Uh, I got that itis. I'm ready to go night night. Yeah. Usually when we have a good meal like that. Yeah. I'm like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Gotta, gotta, gotta love it. I'm a potato and salad. And it's amazing, guy too. too how, you know I mean? how this. this no raisins in a potato salad. No. This, that was good. It's real potato salad. It's amazing to me, too, how we come up to this floor and it's usually just the four of us. Yeah. Right? I feel like Jake, it's a Blair. Dino, the, I feel like the, me. I feel like the Blair Ritz project when you come up here is just lost <laughs> in the wilderness. But then today we come up and it's buzzing. I told you I got. I mean, there's I, people. There's, there's phones bro, ringing. There's this typewriters. I'm hearing. Bro, Everybody's I got like on, working. And I, then uh, why? Oh, because we got lunch. I got on the elevator. Yeah. And people got on behind me, and I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. What, what number what, do you want? What floor? Yeah. I said we're going to four. Like you going to four? Heard there was lunch. Going to four for what? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you people? <laughs> Heard there was lunch, Bart. Like, yo, mm-hmm. we in the building. And then they stare at you and then they go, sink. And then there you go. You disappear. Got, 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 got the teapot. The, the, the teapot. So again, if Rogers somehow just appears on McAfee today, we'll monitor it and we'll let you know. We'll get the latest if anything is said. 
What happened? You made a face at something. Look at that Donovan Mitchell yam on somebody. No, no, that Celtics again blew another lead, and the Cavs. You know, if the Cavs had lost that game, the Knicks would have been a game out of uh, first of fourth. Huh? Can I get to the yams? Yeah. So here's a, no, this is another. That's the Nets game. But uh, yeah, the Celtics are in a struggle right now. The Knicks play tonight against the Hornets. Charlotte's not a very good team. <laughs> The Knicks could get then 10. Away, way, then, then away, way. They are now. They could get, it's, the Knicks are going for 10 straight wins. Brunson is questionable still with the sore foot. So we don't know if he's going to play. Remember, they go on a West Coast trip right after this game. We leave tomorrow. I jump on the on the charter with the team tomorrow. Nice. And um, it's it's Sacramento, one of the best offenses in the league. I'm excited to see well. that because they play hard, too. Yep. So that's that, you know, those one of those games. Oh, if they beat Boston, they beat Hughes, uh, Miami, they should be able to beat Sacramento. Sacramento is going to come to play. Yes, that's going to be a good game. And then a back-to-back in L.A., Clippers and then Lakers, Saturday, Sunday. And then Portland, which they put up a ton of points as well to end the trip. Always tough to end the trip in Portland. It's one of those kind of nap towns. So it's not an easy trip coming up. You probably want to get Brunson as healthy as possible. So we'll see what happens tonight with the lineup. But the way he quickly played in Boston, you almost feel like you'll be fine, especially with a Hornets team that's all banged up. LaMelo Ball out again. Uh, so... Should be a win. Should. And hopefully, you know, it is, and you get to 10 straight wins. Boy, wouldn't that be something. So, again, that's uh, plenty to discuss on that front. Uh, The Giants as tag. This is tag day, everybody, in the NFL. 4 p.m. So our show ends at 3. They got seven hours to get the the Danny Dimes deal done so they can tag Saquon. 4 o'clock is the deadline, so it's less than three hours now. Um, But I'm sorry, less than four hours now. But what you have is – they either tag him or they sign him. And then, of course, the Saquon thing, like you said, that's next. So we'll keep an eye on that because the Giants have been meeting with his agents. In person. In person the last two yesterday and I imagine today. So will they get a deal done before the deadline? If not, they tag him. Then what? Lamar Jackson, they're supposed to be negotiating but, all the way up to the but, deadline? But that's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> You think the Jets it, are kind of holding no, out until four? No, no, what I'm saying is you're talking to Aaron Rodgers. And you're sitting there, you're just chilling, like, yeah, Aaron, we love you. Yeah, and then all perfect. of a sudden, you get a beep, like you get a little a buzz on your phone. Alert. And it's Eric Not Picasso. exclusive. Hey, uh, Aaron, I'll talk to you later. Hold on for a second. Uh, let me, hold on, can you hold a second? Hey, man, what's up? Hey, Roger! This got double check! We got two. <laughs> <laughs> so we got your calls coming up on this. Aaron Rodgers of it all. They are talking now. Are we closer to the reality of Aaron Rodgers, to the Jets, and how do you feel about that. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. As Dan Graziano is reporting, the Jets have been given permission to speak with Aaron Rodgers. They have spoke with him. They have also talked with the Packers about a potential deal. Nothing imminent, but they have spoken and they plan to talk again uh, this week. So there is action now, finally. Although Rodgers hasn't said anything, hasn't said anything publicly yet, this type of action and reporting does suggest that, at the very least, he's interested, curious about playing in New York. Now, Brett Favre was traded to the Jets when he was 39 back in 2008. Our good friend Mike Tannenbaum was the one who made this deal. Well, third. Remember, there were three years and $35 million left on that deal that he had signed with the Packers. It was originally a 10-year deal. It ended up being a fourth-round pick. And they took on $1.6 million in dead cap. So that was going on at the time as well. Way to get him, TV. But remember, it was late. It was an August trade. So, you know, what they do today versus what they did back then with Favre, who they were ready to move on from Favre. They had AA right. They are ready to move on from Rodgers. They got love. And now it's also trades are much different now i mean draft picks certainly have become a bigger part of the currency than ever before and if you're the packers you've got to ask for more picks if i'm taking on some of this money nah. that's the only incentive just think, all right I'll, if i take some money off at 58 or does rogers agree to restructure his deal as a matter of fact i might not give up a first i might give up a second why is that you just said for brett Favre. Who was an MVP? That was also fifteen years ago. But Brett Favre was an MVP. Yes, it's the same. It, he was a Super Bowl. Rogers champion. was a two-time MVP. Okay, just but, two years ago. But they both won champ- championships. Yes. Brett Favre, I'm sure, had won an MVP not that far from when he got traded. Uh, I believe it was a couple of years. Favre but, won like four MVPs. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like I believe it was but, or three. Look, regardless, it's all. What I'm semantics. saying. It, what I'm saying is apples to apples. So there's no way you to today wait, today. Wait, what's if the, a fourth to, a fourth yesterday's price ain't today's price right, when it so comes I, to trades. So I give you a second. I give you a second. You, this, I give you a second this year, what and I Ru- give you a first next year. What did Ru- what Russell Wilson go for? Russell Wilson wasn't 39 years old. A big difference. You're going. You're going. And Russell, there? Russell Wilson. Russell is, Wilson wasn't Aaron Rodgers. But the thing how is, how many MVPs has Russell Wilson won? The thing is, none. All right. But the thing is, one 
one is playing going to give you five more years. We don't know if Aaron's going to play for one year. Well, that's I, why I think that's part of the conversation that, you're having. Right. That's why That's why the compensation was a fourth and not a third. It was a third if Brett Favre played multiple years. Yes. Right. And he ended up they, – they, they, they waived him, right? Then they, yeah. they got out of the deal one year in. They were right. Done. So, I mean – Aaron Rodgers, if you give him up, his, I'll give up a second and a first next year because I'm assuming that first next year is going to be damn near a second. If I need to get you to take some of that money, then I probably will have to give up a very high first. It depends. Pick. I'll take the money. I'll take the money if I'm going to get be able to have money pick say, 13. I don't need the damn pick because what I need is cap space if I'm going to try to win a championship. Like you just mentioned, you can, you Orlando can, Brown and others that you could try to now go get. But you can, you can Alan get, Lazard. You're going to get the cap space once you cut Lawson. Uh, burials. Um, okay. Um, what's the guy? No, no, no. The uh, well, fans are already gone. Yeah. The tight end Uzama mm-hmm. and um, and Corey Davis. But you still going to re- that's thirty but, million. No, that's thirty million right there. But you also named starters. So I got to replace them. I'm going to sign Alan Lazard. Okay. But, okay. With what? Need cap space, bro. Last year. Last year. The Saints were seventy million dollars. I know, I know. There's over the cap, and then they were they were in a running for Deshaun Watson. There's always a way. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's start out with Joe in New York. Joe, what's happening? What's going on, fellas? Bart, that was a beautiful take on Quinn and Williams and that whole situation. There, you are. You're on one today. From calling it to Brady to that, you are on one. And oh on, yes, it's not Bart. I'm <laughs> back, it was yesterday. Go ahead, Joe. Sorry, I missed it because the Barstadamus showed up. Oh no, <laughs> none. I was uh, I was saying I hope today is a better day than yesterday for you. Um, that guy, that guy Ted, he called <laughs> up the K show later. He called up the K show later on. He did and, and tried to pick one and tried to pick one with K. And I'm like, really? He was going to K's neck. What was he saying to him? He, I don't remember exactly what was what he was saying to him, but it was it was a. Uh, the Dan- it was in regards to like Daniel Jones and Derek Carr comparison, I think, if I remember. Um, but that guy's name was Ted. I, I remember Ted. he was Ted, and the, and the and the voice sounded very familiar. I'm like, yo, this guy's Ted. this guy's got to pull the stick. This guy's got to pull the stick out. Like, enjoy the day. <laughs> I, just, I always say that, right? The team, like your team, had an unbelievable weekend, winning at Miami, winning at Boston, two places that are not easy to win. Rivals, the whole thing. You won nine in a row. And the first thing we're going to do on Monday is start talking about how this guy stinks, that guy stinks. Like, really, dude? Like, really? can you just have one day where you feel good and then go back to being miserable you, on Tuesday? You were completely justified to go off exactly how you went off. <laughs> it's rare. It's rare, but I'll do it. So what do we got, Joe? What do you have for us today? So I wanted to see, in regards to the, in regards to the 13th pick this year, mm-hmm. whether it be whether, whether the Packers want it or if for some reason – if for so, if somehow Lamar, Lamar wants to come to New York and can sign off on it, and um, and the Ravens want that pick, is there a necessity that you guys think we can use that thirteenth pick for, or does it go to a quarterback regardless if it's Rodgers and the Packers or Lamar and the Ravens? Because I mean Jimmy G, you know he's, you know that's not going to require any picks at all. But I do like Bart's take on a second round and a first round next year. Um, after after realizing you know the 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 deal with Favre, 
I mean, what do you think? Do you, do you think that 13 pick could be more than a player if they're not using it? Like, I guess what Joe's asking for is, can that pick be used as an asset for something else, or is it really only going to be used for a quarterback? Yeah, like I don't see it. I don't see like a necessity right. that we need like right right now. Well, you need offensive with line that help. Thir- with that thirteen, you, you need you need we've a dom- always need, we've <laughs> always need we've always needed offensive line <laughs> well, 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 listen. You 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 have Dwayne Brown is probably going to have to get surgery. You, you don't know if he can make it through a full season. You don't know if Beckton can make it through a full season. The quickest way to to kind of waste waste away Aaron Rodgers is to not give him protection. Oh, of course. So, so the quickest way to make him not want to come here right. is to not have a plan for offensive line that, that he'll look at and go, okay, I'll be upright. I'm not going to be running for my life, which offensive line at times was a major issue in Green Bay. Yeah, the good thing, the good thing is, you know, with uh, Barry Tucker coming back, he's shown the ability to play tackle. Versatility. So yeah. he can be your right tackle if people get hurt. Right. And you can you – can, so he can be your – you got Max Mitchell, swing guy, mm-hmm. Herbert. You can move him to left tackle. You can probably move Vera Tucker to left tackle, but it's not ideal because he doesn't have like those long arms. And I'd rather keep him at his dominant place, pulling and well, getting out on him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he showed that he can play everything. Yeah. If you need it, he's there. But what's he at? At best, he's a guard. Yeah, he's on like, and he's he's, he's on the right side. Did not he, he start out as a right as a right? He started guard? off on the left tackle. He was a lo- left left guard because he was oh, next to Beckton when they were right, rookies, right, and then he right. moved to right guard when Langton came in. Langton got to play better. He didn't live up to expectations mm-hmm. last year. He has to be better. He understands that he's a former Pro Bowler. Um, he has to get back to that type of. Uh, I imagine everybody see. See, I always look at it like this too. Um, a deal like this, if they can get it done, look what happened in Tampa. People follow. Everybody just suddenly got better, right? Everybody mm-hmm. was like pretty good, and then that next year, because of that guy being in the room, it just now my off season a little different. No, 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 no. This guy's showing up. I'm I'm getting peak for this. Yeah, and I think that happens is you get that kind of uh, like you get that guy. I don't want what's the word I'm looking for. You, you get that kind of just you get his you get his best. Right, but I mean everybody. Yeah, yeah, because he elevates the, the hell play. word. Am I looking for? He he elevates their uh, IQ, their acumen. He gets them in right place, so they mm-hmm. don't they're not in positions to look bad because they're not going to be out schemed. He's going to get to the line early, smoke out plays. He's going to smoke out blitzes. Oh, and everybody's yeah. going to he's going to point out to everybody that he's going to be a smarter team just because he's under yeah. center. Just like the Bucks became a smarter team. Like you had a really smart head coach, but he didn't have a very smart quarterback. Yeah. And when Jameis, and what did he say? Remember when he said that I, I can get anybody to throw twenty interceptions, right? <laughs> like he was just saying, I can get anybody to do that. So he was letting you know we need to have somebody better there. And when Brady shows up, and now all of a sudden you've got the smartest guy on the field with one of the smartest coaches. And so that's what you hope happens with Rodgers as he shows up and just everybody is better. You're exponentially better because of his presence. And everybody else goes into the season taking it a little more serious. You put a little more emphasis on your off-season workouts and your preparation because you know this guy's probably not here for a long time, so we got a chance to do something special, and I don't want to be the weak link. Yeah, That's what you look forward to, and that's why when people say, what, like you know, again, the callers we get that aren't into Aaron Rodgers because he's only going to be here for a year or two, my thing is, but it could be a magical year or two. Yeah, how about, how about the people that got Matthew Stafford? <laughs> Instant results. That's what I'm saying. 
It's it's it, 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 it Listen, only it, for a couple it, of years, it, it, but those it, could be an unbelievable couple of years. And do you care if the um, if the Jets become Los Angeles and say f them picks and put all and just start if it results start giving up in a Super picks? Bowl, if it results in a parade with the Lombardi in hand, do it. Absolutely, do it because it's been over fifty years. It's been a half century without a championship. You go all in. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Aaron Jones was on uh, Good Morning Football this morning, and um, you could tell, like, it's, it's getting to him. I think he just signed a extension. Yeah, and they're asking him about Rodgers and all that stuff, and he's just like, I hope he's not going anywhere. And he said, if he's back, we're ready to ball with him. If not, we have Jordan Love, who's more than capable. Company line. As far as the Jets, so if, he's, said, if he's capable, then you should move on. He said, "He said I definitely keep seeing everywhere that the Jets want him, but as of right now, he's in Green Bay, and if he comes back and plays, I don't want him going anywhere." He said, "Of Jets fans, you guys can have one of those veteran quarterbacks, Jimmy G. He's a winner, and they can win with him. I like Jimmy G. Like you, talk about a guy you could tell he has no idea what's going on, right? There's zero insight on this. Yeah, that ain't." <laughs> Not like not like he's like Aaron Aaron he's Jones Aaron, Aaron yeah. Rodgers talking at he's all. He's not on a company email list. <laughs> yeah, let's get some calls. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. Uh, let's go to hey Sal in Brooklyn. What's happening, Sal? Hey, what's going on, boys? Hoping all is well. Hey, you know, although everybody keeps saying they have to give up that number one, I don't think it's gun to the head where you got to do it to get this guy because again they're relieving Green Bay of a lot of money as well where they can grow. And fill in all of the parts around, uh, you know, Jordan Love as well. So maybe second round or third round. I mean, if Gunn comes to the Jets, then of course they got to make the move because he's relevant to them, and he will put them on a map. And he could be that Joe Willie. You know, he could be that. He could be that dude that just makes this team shine a little bit because they've had nothing to shine on in the last fifty years. I mean, a playoff run here it is. But I love your Jets. Don't get me wrong, I love them, love them. But we're looking for a chip, man. That hasn't been in. 50-plus years, so this guy can can be that guy, but I don't think uh, giving up that number one for him, I don't know. I think they can do it without giving up the one. We've seen the compensation for Deshaun Watson. We've seen the compensation for uh, Russell Wilson, so I think that it it may have to come to that. If they're they're able to get that 
without giving up multiple ones or multiple picks, then well, the only way to get Lamar, God bless. would probably be well, yeah, that's totally the two different. firsts, yeah. right? If if they go non-exclusive, well, it has to be the two firsts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The only way they get him is that, and you know, that's again, that's an expense. But it's not just that because then it's also guaranteed contract, all that money, two thirty, right? At, yeah, right. At least guaranteeing two thirty, and then whether or not you go with the long deal and the the half a billy. Yeah. And you just guarantee two thirty of it, so he gets what he wants, but you also get yeah. some kind of like ability to stretch it out. Yeah, Ray Rizzo just said that uh, you know when the Lions traded Matthew Stafford, they got two firsts and, right. a, and a quarterback that had played in the Super Bowl. That's right. The Lions got back a guy that was a capable quarterback who, by the way, got he's them within a, an inch of the right. They were right there. But he's their future, I think now too. Jared Goff. Yeah, they not. I don't think they draft a quarterback. It's, it's funny how halfway through the season it felt like. Man, that was the best offense in football. And then all of a sudden, they just, right, they had a great finish, and they seem like they're pretty content with him now. They should, because now they can use their two first-round draft pick on to improve that damn defense. Yeah. In all the mock drafts, they don't have the Lions picking a, picking a quarterback. And he's, he's still under contract for one more year. You know what, Todd McShay just put one out. And he's only like 20, he's only like, um, he's, he's Carson Wentz's age. So he's only like, maybe he might be like 27, 29 years old. You know what's amazing? Is that I'm on a PC here in the studio? No, no. That juice. is a actual ESPN PC. When I click on the uh, mock draft, yeah. To continue reading this article, <laughs> hey man. Like I mean, how, how? So I got. I'll go to the mail because they give it to us in the mail. Um, let's see. May cost you little. May cost you a lot. He's got the Colts. Sliding up to take Bryce Young at number one, so trading with Chicago one? again. This is this is all you know. Again, just all proposed stuff that that the Colts would trade up. Uh, Houston taking C.J. Stroud. Uh, Cardinals going Will Anderson. Okay, let's keep going here. Um, where are? Oh, there's Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's taking a corner. Cornerback, from Oregon. right? Christian Gonzalez, Thank right? The kid from Oregon. Yeah, I'm oh, my man. Anthony Pusick, look at him coming through. With Who's the better than him? Peanut M and M's. Because it'd be calling me. It'd be calling me. Jason in Pennsylvania. What's up, Jason? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Uh, I, I agree. I want Rodgers really bad. I'm a diehard Jet fan. I'm 40-plus years a fan. Oh, boy. Uh, but I don't want to give him a first. I, I, I don't want to give him a first at all. <laughs> I think that the, the deals for the Watson and, and Wilson were totally different. Even if it's a one-year deal, I'll take him at one year, but I'm going to give you a 2024 second, a 2025 third, and Bryce Hall. And uh, that's the no conditions. Hold so on, Bryce Hall. And, year, hold on, Bryce Hall, not Brees. Bryce Hall, the cornerback that doesn't play that you're probably going to cut. Yeah, so, cornerback, not Brees. No, 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 this yeah. this one understand. How do you expect, sure how, how, how do you expect to get a four time or three time four time MVP? Yeah. With, with your throwaway pieces. You which are, no, no, with your throwaway pieces. You this, is, this, this is what New York does. This is what New York does. No, they on. want something. Hold on. Right, go ahead. Well, I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm a Jets fan, so I, I, we don't ever get anything. So <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Green Bay, this is our offer. If you don't, we, look, I, I want him, but I'll take Garoppolo and I'll let Green Bay sort out Rodgers versus Jordan Love. Are you a Nick fan? Bay, I don't think you 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 act you you act, you act you you act like Green Bay. Like if you close the door on the Jets, it won't be somebody else to step in the door. You, you, I don't you, think there is. Okay, you don't I think don't Miami? Think you don't think Miami is stepping the door? Miami has done everything. Huh? Does he want to go to Miami? Does he want to go to? Does he want to? 
<laughs> hold up. You're asking me, does Miami want to have a four a four time MVP throw to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle mm-hmm. in warm weather? I think Miami does, but Miami was touting Tua as their MVP a year ago. I know they they keep trying to replace him, but I think the Jets offer a very unique situation for Rodgers. He could be a a architect and author of one of the greatest exits in NFL history if he goes out winning with the Jets because we are the Chicago Cubs of the NFL. I'm with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many Super Bowls does Miami have? Oh, that would be one. I don't know. How many does yeah, the Jets have? That would be one. When is the last time Miami won anything? Or oh, that would be a long ass time too. So like it's not like him going down and winning in Miami is like chopped liver. New York will evict Mark Messier and give the keys to his his place to Aaron Rodgers if he wow. wins with the Jets. Already going at, at Mark Messier. But he, has, I got he, you, has, Jason. he has to get there first though. Listen. Like they always want to give to they always want to get to give. I'm with you on that part. I do think you're gonna have that's why I'm saying to you Matthew Stafford went for two first round to, draft picks. The, the picks are going to cost you. And that's fine. I'm okay with it. Right, save me money then, so I and can go it, buy what I need. That's what I mean. If it if it costs me a few more picks, so they eat some of the fifty eight, so it doesn't completely disadvantage me. Great, I'm all for it. I really at this point don't care. It's going to cost. It's not going to be easy to get Aaron Rodgers. But let's begin We're, with this: Does he want to be here? Let's start there. And if he's already talking to the Jets, as reports say, then it sounds like he's at least interested. And now, at least now, I know right, we're on our way. Because at least we're not getting played, or hopefully not getting played like Kirk Cousins played us. Absolutely. Or getting played like Anthony Barr played us. Got us a place to offer so we can take it back to Minnesota. Never forget more. Kirk Cousins. In that time, they, right? Remember they they uh, they posted that where he was mic'd up. They had, they had mics on him. And he was talking to his wife about the calls he was getting. And it was the Jets. And he told her the offer. And she started celebrating. And he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, was hoping Minnesota would call, and he was waiting for it. And then when they did, he was happy. So he never really wanted to come to the Jets. They used the Jets as leverage. And what you certainly hope is not happening is See, that Aaron Rodgers doing the same thing with the Jets right now. Can't have that. 800-919-3776. Josh in South Brunswick. What's up, Josh? You guys are killing me. We should have went for Derek Carr. Sure, we should. We definitely should have went for Derek Carr. He's not going to cost us the draft picks. He's a better guy in the locker room. He's going to come in motivated. Hold He's going to work with the young players. You guys are amazed that Aaron Rodgers, with all of this talent and all of this skill, what has it done? He's got one okay. Super Bowl. He's got okay. one more Super Bowl than Derek Carr. Josh, He's got Josh. one less Super Bowl wow. than Eli Manning. So, Josh, wow. Manning, Josh, right? what has Carr done? Said? What has Carr well, what what car done? Oh, what no? What has Carr done? What I care about is what he does with it. If you, he does nothing with it, you can't. You can't. Crowds him as the best. He thinks he's Brady. Okay, he's so I guess Brady. Josh, you just think he, you can keep talking and you won't have to answer any like questions. Josh is not going to take a breath. He's going to have to take a breath eventually. Exactly. Yeah, he's going to take because Jeff, you you haven't told me what Derek Carr has done. And why, and why? And why? And why? And why? Why does Derek Carr give you so much? Yo, he's still going. Why does Derek Carr give you so much like hope? That he can come and do anything with the Jets. Aaron Rodgers. He's still he talking. He ain't even listening. Like, like he's just going to keep going. We're just going to go. I'll tell you what. We're just going to write the break. And let he, he's just going to keep talking. <laughs> he don't even know he's not on air. Like, no like, he won't take a breath because he knows the minute he stops talking, he's done. Like, because you'll jump all over him. Yeah, because he knows he's he wrong. Like, I don't care. He's the MVP. Mm-hmm. So you want a guy that's a good guy but can't play. Right. 
Mm-hmm. You already got a but he's record even, against cold weather. Bart, here's the thing, and here's the problem I always have. Like, you know, the when the debate is lost, the loser, right, goes to slander. Yeah. I mean, that that is it. How basically. do you know what type of teammate Aaron Rodgers so is? so why are you talking about, like, when you have to make the case for your guy, but making the case for your guy is taking down the other guy, you're not making a case. Yeah. Like, he's not a better player. You're talking about one of the all-time great quarterbacks in the history of the sport who just won back-to-back MVPs only a year ago. Right. But no, not that good. And his worst, not and worth his, And his worst year, his down year, he still threw more touchdown passes. Right, he had, a bro- he, had a, he had a broken, broken finger, finger. Right, he had a broken finger and he was doing whatever. It's fine. Not everybody's going to be on board. But I'll tell you what, you know who is? Woody Johnson. And in the end, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. 800-919-377. We keep rolling with the calls. We keep you updated on Daniel Jones as they get closer to 4 o'clock. Will they have to slap the franchise tag on him? Or will they get him signed to a deal with the money that we've heard? It's kind of shocking. It's kind of shocking. You got to admit that. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.